Get ready for tomorrow's news today. You're listening to Speak Life with Marty Lee. Welcome to Speak Life. I'm so glad you tuned into this broadcast today. We've got a great show prepared for you today. And we have a great guest, Apostle Enos Chamberlain. He's a, he's a pastor in uh, Columbia, Missouri. He's a bishop. He's a powerful, cutting-edge leader in the church today. And uh, he'll be with us in just a moment, and I believe you're just going to love what he has to share. Uh, but before we go to him, I just want to encourage some of you. How many of you sense God's winds of change blowing in your life today? I want to encourage you that in times of transition, go back to what God has already said over your life. You know, the first question in the Bible was asked uh, actually by the serpent, and he said, hath God said? Is that really what God said? Questioning uh, what God promised you. And uh, Jesus said, heaven and earth may pass away, but my word will never pass away. You know, the most solid rock uh, you can build your life upon is the Word of God, both the Logos and the Rhema Word, the written Word and the living prophetic Word. Uh, God didn't give you a prophetic promise to tease you, uh, but to give you a weapon to defeat the enemy in, uh, to, to, to defeat the enemy with in times of waiting uh, for the fulfillment of that Word. And in times of transition, you're on your way to that fulfillment. Uh, and so when you feel things shifting and changing and the winds of change blowing, begin to pray over those prophetic promises and decree them again, uh, just like David did. You know, re remind him of his word to you, of his promises to you, uh, whether it's a personal prophecy or, or a a promise that's just uh, leapt off the pages of the Word of God that's been made alive to you. Uh, use those words as a weapon of warfare against the enemy. And we are in a warfare right now, a war, a spiritual war uh, for our future, for our destiny. And so in times of transition, I encourage you, stir up your vision, stir it up, stir up the gift of God within you. you know, uh, Apostle Paul told Timothy, stir up the gift of God or fan it into flame. Uh, what God's promised you is going to come to pass, right? Solomon was the wisest man who ever lived according to Scripture. In uh, Proverbs 29 was written by Solomon. He said this, where there is no vision, people perish. Uh, the If you look at those words in the original language, it says where there's no prophetic revelation or vision or free-flowing prophetic ministry or the ministry of the prophet, people will perish. People will cast off restraint. They'll wander aimlessly. Uh, but blessed is the one who heeds wisdom's instruction. You know, Jesus said it like this. If you just listen to what other people are saying, it's just the blind leading the blind, and you both end up in the ditch. Uh, but where there's prophetic revelation and vision, you're going to get somewhere. You're going you're gonna to fulfill your destiny, your purpose. And God is changing everything in this moment for a, for a purpose, His purposes for your life. And I believe prophetically speaking, Things are in a great turnaround right now. Things are changing for the good. We're in a time of recovering all that the enemies of God have stolen, just like it was in Second uh, Samuel or First Samuel thirty. Uh, God told David to pursue the enemy, uh, overtake the enemy, and without fail recover all. We're in a time of recovery. 
And it is all turning around right now. It really, really is. And don't be deceived by what is being said uh, in the world around you. We walk by faith and not by sight. And that, that scripture literally means we walk by faith and not by what our natural senses will, will speak to us. And so everything around you can be saying the opposite. But what God has said in here, in your heart, uh, is what matters. It's all turning around by the hand of God. And this is a, ret- a time of return to faith in God and return to faith in his sovereign hand in our lives. You know, uh, How many times has God done, done something for you that you never figured out how that could happen, but suddenly it happened and you said, this is definitely the hand of God doing this sovereignly for me. Listen, that's what he's doing right now. So this is a time of turnaround, a time of change, a time of return to faith in God and his sovereign hand uh, in your life. And don't listen to the voice of the enemy. It's the voice of fear. And God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Those are weapons of war. But God's power is available to you when you speak his word. Uh, Love is our motivation. Uh, We do everything by the heart of love, the love of God. We love our family. We love uh, what's going to happen when we fulfill our destiny. And the sound mind. Uh, In other words, don't be afraid to believe God again and, and believe in what God promised you. You're not crazy for thinking that. You have a sound mind. When you have God's prophetic promise, you have the sound mind of Christ on the matter. Uh, 1 Timothy 1.18 says this, This charge, this charge, think about that, a charge, I commit to you, son Timothy, according to the prophecies previously made concerning you. So these are words that he's had for a while now. And that by them, by these prophecies, these prophetic promises, you may wage a good warfare. You know what a good warfare is? It's the one you win. Having faith and a good conscience, which some having rejected concerning the faith have suffered shipwreck. Notice the ones who suffered shipwreck of their faith in Christ. It was those who, in the face of opposition and warfare, rejected their prophetic promises from God. They said, this is not going to come to pass. When the enemy came in and said, hath God said, they rejected the promise and said, no, God didn't say that. Let's, let's just reject that and move on. And they end up going shipwreck in their faith. The ones who didn't Continue to believe what thus saith the Lord and fight the good fight of faith. Those were the ones uh, who went shipwrecked. They didn't fight with their prophetic promises from God. And so God's winds of change are blowing because it's time for exposure of the plans of the enemy. That's happening right now. It's a great revealing of, of the plans of the enemy. And listen to this, a great revealing of the glorious church, the ecclesia. I will build my ecclesia, my church, the church of power and authority in Christ Jesus. And that's you. That's you. God's looking to you now. If you ever think about it, you know, these these great warriors in the in the Bible, they were just average men and women of God who realize the future of the church really is squarely upon my shoulders. 
and I've got to fight the good fight of faith now. That's you. That's the the mighty ecclesia. You know, David's mighty men were rejects of Saul's kingdom, but they were the mighty warriors of David. You know, these are the guys that the Bible says one puts a thousand to flight and two puts ten thousand to flight. In other words, one guy could defeat a thousand enemies. Two guys together could fe- could defeat ten thousand. That's how mighty these warriors were. These were David's mighty men, and they were rejected uh, by Saul's kingdom. They were rejected under Saul, and so. They didn't fit in. You were never supposed to fit in with the old wineskin. God has raised you up for such a time as this. Therefore, things have to change, and it's the Spirit of God inducing this change. God is calling his ecclesia, his mighty church, the church that has the keys to the kingdom to bind and loose, uh, to open things that need to be open, and to lock up the gates of hell and stop them from moving, moving in their world. Listen, God is calling his ecclesia, uh, like the valley of dry bones, to come back together. So this is a time of restoration, a time of reassembling. Uh, you know, the, uh, the Valley of Dry Bones, they had to reassemble. They had to remember, remember who you are and who God says you are. Remember you're God's warriors and you have a destiny to fulfill. Remember that you have pioneered and blazed a trail for God's purposes to be established. God hasn't forgotten, but God's calling you to restore. He's calling you to come back together uh, and, and to remember as the body of Christ. And God remembers what you've done for him. In 2 Samuel 3 and verse 1, it says, Now there was a long war, a long war, between the house of Saul and the house of David. How many of you know that there's been a long war between the old religious order, the old things that we all didn't fit in before, and the house of David, the cutting-edge church, the ecclesia, the warriors of God, the prophetic ones? Those that love to worship God, those that love to get into His presence and and, and uh, honor God with our hearts and and our sacrifice of praise, it says there was a long war between the house of Saul and the house of David. But David, who had all the prophecies, who had all the the decrees of God over his life that he would be the king, David grew stronger and stronger, and the house of Saul grew weaker and weaker. Listen, the winds of change were blowing by God's design so that David would come into his prophesied throne of destiny. And so the winds of God are blowing today. Transition is in full swing, and you have become stronger and stronger. So as God's new new wineskin church of mighty warriors, you will see your purpose and your destiny fulfilled. Amen? God is calling his present truth church, the warriors of God, to believe what God has prophesied, regardless of what things may look like, feel like, smell like, taste like, uh, no matter what it, it appears to be. Stand and see the salvation of God. Stand and see God bring it to pass. Remember and stand with your brothers and sisters in Christ. Amen. Encourage one another uh, while it's still day. 
In Job twenty two twenty eight, it says this, You shall also decree a thing, and it shall be established unto thee, and the light shall shine upon your ways. Let me just tell you, when you open your mouth and you keep decreeing the prophetic promises of God, you do that and light begins to drive out darkness and you will win the war. This is going to be a powerful show today. And I want to encourage you, you're a great and mighty warrior of God. You haven't missed it, you're right on time. You're right on target. And the enemy has been pursuing and pushing, but now we've got him on the run. And God's about to do something great in the midst of his people. Amen. Amen. Well, we've got a great guest today who's been a friend of mine for many years, and he's an amazing man of God. And I'm privileged to welcome to Speak Life, Apostle Enos Chamberlain. So welcome to Speak Life, uh, Apostle Enos Chamberlain. We're so privileged you're here with us today. Now, I've known you for many years now, you and your wonderful wife, Diane, and uh, you're a blessing to the body of Christ. Uh, you're part of the Board of Governors with Christian International and our, our bishop, Bishop Bill Hammond. And uh, I know quite a bit about you, uh, but tell our audience a little bit more about yourself and your ministry, and uh, we'd love to know more. Sure, absolutely. Well, I'm honored to be with you, Marty, today and, and everyone. Uh, uh, my name is Paul Enos Chamberlain. I'm from Columbia, Missouri. Uh, we got called to ministry over 30 years ago, uh, probably about 33 years ago. Uh, we've been married for 32 years, my wife, Diane. And so we have a ministry called Destiny Worship Center in Columbia. It is a prophetic apostolic house. Uh, we've been with Christian International for over 15 years, and we've been able to travel the nations in this nation with the word of the Lord. We have a school of training there in Columbia. We have a child care center. And in ways to impact the community, we've also done a lot of state work in the state of Missouri, and we also oversight some other churches uh, in the Midwest. We're in the uh, Heartland region, uh, a regional meeting uh, district with uh, yes. Apostle Leon Walters, and so he's uh, he's uh, that apostle we relate to in the region. But uh, we've just had a heart for reformation and awakening in our nation. Yes. Uh, that's a part of our calling as apostles and prophets. And and Marty, you know, we go we go back and uh, this is uh, this is going to be really good today just to share the heart of the father. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm very excited about uh, folks getting to know you and to get getting to know your ministry. We have a lot of viewers out in that area and uh, it'd be great for them to plug in and get some of the training and development there. Uh, that you guys offer, and uh, we we have a like spirit, a like heart, and uh, I'm just really, really glad that you're here today. And so now, uh, although you are apostle, uh, but you're also uh, very prophetic, or you're either an apostolic prophet or a prophetic apostle, one or the other. Yeah. Uh, but I wanted to ask you, with everything that you see happening in our world today and, and in the church, uh, what do you sense the Lord is saying to the church today? Okay. I would say just for a scriptural foundation, we look at Hebrews 12. The Bible talks about the heavens and the earth will shake and everything will be shaken. World systems will be shaken and that uh, everything will be shaken except the kingdom. Yes. And what you will also what you'll also see, you, you dovetail that with Matthew 24 and 6 that all of these things in the last days will happen 
It doesn't mean it's the end, but it's the beginning of birth pains. And yes. so what I what I what I see is there is a shaking that's taking place to birth the overcoming church. So I good. Believe, I believe I believe that's what we've been going through the last two and a half, three years of God resetting a church to unlock the kingdom. Oh my goodness. And to bring and to bring about a kingdom demonstration. Uh, and so that we've been all going through a birthing process. And so I like to say uh, pre-2019 and into now, we've been in this metamorphosis of finding our footing. We've gone through a lot of hard testings, trials, different types of things, but everything is being shaken. And and I'll, I'll stop and let you uh, come back. We have to see it this way. Everything's being shaken, even the religious mountain, which mm. is the churches in the religious. Yes. So it's it's not about maybe what I want to encourage everyone, what you think you may be doing wrong. You might mm. not be doing anything wrong. Yeah. He's his shaking is to be your making, not your breaking. Yeah. He's making you into a sharp thrusting instrument. I can get in that later out of Isaiah 41, mm. 15. And so, but back to Hebrews, everything will be shaken. The economy, we're seeing it, uh, the, the political realm, uh, education, uh, family, enemy trying to redefine family. We see all the shaking, but then he says, but only the kingdom shall remain. So I believe God has been, getting us into a place to develop a kingdom of God mentality to develop a kingdom of God overcoming mentality, not just a church mentality. Yes. He builds the church to unlock the kingdom. Mm. And I believe we're moving into a kingdom demonstration era in this season. So I believe the shaking is part of the great awakening, you know, like mm-hmm. you would shake someone to wake them up. You know, I believe the shaking is part of releasing the great awakening. And, Absolutely. Uh, you know, what I've been saying for the last uh, little while is what I've heard the Lord say is, I believe it, it, it may look like a setback, but it's a setup for a great comeback. You know, this That's is it. what turnaround looks like. And uh, yes. you talk about Hebrews chapter 11. Uh, verse six, it says, without faith, it's impossible to please God. And the word uh, please in the Hebrew is uh, you are estio, and it means coming into agreement with. So without faith, it's impossible to come into agreement with God or to agree with God. And, uh, and so, uh, you know, contrast that with what what I believe are many false prophets out there constantly preaching a message of despair and discouragement uh, and fear. Uh, God wants us to come into agreement with him. And, uh, and like you're saying, this is the birthing of something new. We are in a turnaround. We are in our comeback season. And uh, even though it's, it's challenging at times, I, I sense victory in the air. I sense victory in the atmosphere. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's there's victory. And I believe there's a fresh fire of baptism. Oh, yes. Of fires of fire hitting pulpits, the body Mm -hmm. of Christ with a fresh anointing. And I believe this year 
especially I call it breakthrough 22. There's a breakthrough in mindsets. There's a mm. breakthrough in healing. There's a breakthrough uh, coming into a divine strength. I believe God's been blowing a divine strength on us. And another yes. uh, important word I would use too, uh, Marty, is the word grace. I believe God's given a, a, a divine yes. grace, a divine enablement to navigate through these waters. Mm. And he's really causing us to develop our discernment. Yes. And, and out of out of Hebrews and how yes. he talks about reason of use and to discern both good and evil. And it belongs to those who have strong, who are able to digest strong meat. And I believe God is causing a maturity within yes. us. He's causing a kingdom maturity to be able to not only discern the times and the seasons, but I also like to say to Marty that I, I believe just as it was in the days of Joseph, you look at those atmospheric conditions, it might it might have looked like doom and gloom for those seven years of famine, but God had a solution. I call these days of solution, not days of darkness where darkness is going to overtake light. I decree Isaiah 60, one yes. through four, that the light and the glory is beginning to arise in God's people. And yes. I, that's why I really appreciate your program, because when I look at Speak Life, that's what this is about. It's the beginning. It's not the end. And yes. so so whatever, whatever, with any ministry, I don't care if it's teaching, I don't care whatever ministry, you have a calling, you have a plan and a purpose. And I tell people what our bishop always says, Bishop Hammond, as long as there's breath in you, you have a purpose. Yes. And God has kept you alive on planet Earth in 2022 for a divine kingdom purpose. And we're all going to begin to discover new levels of anointing and graces and giftings as we move mm. forward. Yeah, I agree. You know, uh, Elijah, uh, after three and a half years or th at least th more than three years of drought and famine, uh, he starts prophesying, I hear the sound of abundance of rain. And, you know, oftentimes prophets uh, get to speak something that sounds totally crazy uh, and it looks impossible. Uh, it looks opposite of what we're seeing and impossible to happen. Uh, but as you know, uh, it was very shortly thereafter that God released the sound of abundance of rain. Uh, I mean, released the abundance of rain, and uh, you, you know He had to do His part in in uh, contending for it and praying for it. And uh, I believe that we need to. I think God is shifting everything in these uh, birth pangs that we're talking about so that people begin to hear the voice of the Lord more clearly and respect and honor back to the, to the office of the prophets in, uh, you know, and an exposure of the false prophets, which that happened at that time as well. Uh, yeah. But I, you know, I, I still sense that we are in a comeback season and I yeah. sense victory uh, in front of us. Yeah, I believe that turn, Marty, began in 22 this year. I believe at, at Purim this year, there was a great yes. shift in the spirit. Yes. And what we have to, I believe what we have to really center in on is the momentum that that kicked off, not just a Purim, but it kicked off a turnaround season yeah. that's causing what the enemy had hidden to be exposed. 
And God is giving us the authority to take out whatever demonic principality and begin to decree and declare the voice of the Lord. And in the Hebrew, we're in 80, 57, 82, which is pay, which is linked with voice. So mm -hmm. what we say, and that's why I love your illustration about that is so key for, I think, for us too, though, Marty, is when you talked about Elijah for three years. Mm -hmm. and, and the thing about Elijah is that he was under those same conditions. He needed water, too. Yeah. His supply line was cut short. So I want to encourage God's people. A lot of times we prophesy, but we're part of that prophecy. Yeah. Until God is ready to initiate. And what you talked about, Elijah, and how he began to talk about the, the sound of the abundance. When he went to do that, it's interesting to understand how he got in that position of birthing. Yes. How he squatted down and began to decree and yeah. begin to uh, pray. And, that, and, and that's part of that birthing of the yeah. overcoming, birthing uh, in this season. So uh, I totally agree. Totally agree. You know, the Bible actually says he put his uh, head between his knees and uh and knelt in prayer like that and and to me i always look at that as you get at times you have to put your heart above your head and you have to be able to hear what god is saying in your heart over what your head is saying and continue to prophesy the word of the lord you know uh first corinthians 2 verses 9 and 10 it says, eye has not seen, ear has not heard, nor has it entered in the hearts of men the things that God's prepared for those that love them. But then verse 10, it goes on to say, to say, but God has revealed them to us through his spirit, for the spirit searches the deep things that, of God, you know. And so I believe uh, that there's things coming that we haven't seen, we haven't heard, and it is good stuff that God's got planned. It's the abundance of rain. It's the blessing of God. It's the victory. It's the birthing of the church, you know, uh, into the kingdom. You know, we're shifting from church to kingdom. And, uh, you know, I'm part Italian, so if, if you tie my hands, I can't talk. So I have to be careful not to do too much. <laughs> but I believe God's uh, birthing something uh, right now and and uh and we got to get our heart above our head and start believing god and agreeing with god uh without faith it's impossible to agree with god yeah. and believe yeah. god and and uh yeah, yeah. and so that's yeah. what i sense as well i think we're in a great comeback uh yeah i think part of the comeback is coming back to church you know people <laughs> people need to come back to church <laughs> right uh, you know, Ephesians, right. <laughs> Ephesians 4 talks about, you know, every every joint, every part fitly joined together uh, so that every joint supplies. You know, I believe people are not seeing the supply of God for their life today the way they should because they're not fitly joined together. And David said, I was glad when they said to me, let's go to the house of the Lord, not just let's go online to the house of the Lord. You know, I appreciate the online stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, but we got to come back. You know, part of the comeback yeah. is coming back to church, coming yeah. back together as the body of Christ. You know, yeah, uh, yeah. and uh, and that's part of the birthing so as good. well. You know, uh, yeah. at least that's my perspective. And you're welcome to speak into that as well. Well, well 
I'm just um, fit to be tied because <laughs> I was, uh, I'm just, I've been all year. One of the things, part of this, I love what you said. There are good things that God has for us and there's things he wants to awaken us to. But you said something there, which is so true that we have to come together because the new wine is found in the cluster. Mm, Yes. And so why would we be set aside in a divine pause? Come on. So that, so that, and, and here's, and let me just, I, I'll say this now and I'll feed right into to what you, because what you're saying is so spot on, Mark. Because the enemy, he's done this a while. And First Timothy 4 says that, you know, in the last days, you know, he'll cause some seducing spirits to come. Yeah. And he will seduce you to watch online if you're not careful. Mm, mm. He'll seduce you and call it worship. Mm. That's why they're doctrines of devils. Come on. So we have to be able to see the word in real time Mm. that what you're saying is because I can't be everything that I I really need to be for future use unless I'm connected to you, Marty. Mm. I'm not going to be able to display what God wants me to display the way he wants to display it. Because I'm getting all of the flow of the anointing when we come together and we worship and the enemy has done a job on a lot of us with, I'm just going to go ahead and clock in and clock out. Mm. We are a living organism. We are, it is not a building. We are the church. We go into the house of the Lord. So we are the church. We are a living organism. And if he can get us into isolation, we will dry up. And as Bishop Hammond has always told us, <laughs> if the banana gets separated from the bunch, it's the one that gets eaten. So there's two things I believe we got to watch out for is isolation. Yes. And and that and, and that independence where God is ready to take us into a place where there's new fresh anointing. The new wine is found in the cluster. And so yes. I believe part of <clears throat> revival in the church. Re, I call them kingdom gatherings. Yes. Kingdom gatherings where the Holy Spirit invades us when we come together now mm. because we're expecting the birthing. We're expecting something new. We're not going back. We're going forward. We're not looking to what we call normal. We're going to kingdom demonstration. Mm. And and so I'll, I'll, I'll put this in here now, Marty, because this is what I wanted to get to. When we look at what we went through the last three years, in the book of Revelations, the Lord dealt with me about a year ago, about two years over this stuff. Yeah. And he told me, he said that Revelations, I, t- I shut and I told the church to pause. Stop. Mm-hmm. Stop, do- stop doing what you're doing. And what you do is awesome in this area. But I've got somewhat against you. He wasn't throwing away the churches. Come on. He was uh, affirming them. He wasn't judging now, this is the part we have to understand in the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. So it didn't matter your denomination. It didn't matter your denomination. Yeah. Didn't matter all of that. He says, let's just take advantage of what the enemy thought he'd stop. I'll just use it against him and cause a divine reset. Mm. And I'll cause my people to repent, change their thinking. Mm-hmm. And begin to repent. And that's how he was able to birth 
and overcoming church because at each illustration of those seven churches, he was says, if you will hear what the spirit is saying, the Lord says, I will cause you to become an overcoming, mm. an overcoming church, not a victim, wounded, <laughs> hurt, backbiting, childlike church. Yeah. And if we don't, then so so during that last these last three years, that's what we that's what we really want to see. Big picture is that God was bringing us to a place of Gilgal. He was bringing us a place to work on our hearts. I love your illustration about the heart in the head. Yeah. Well, yeah, because God's dealing with our hearts right now. Yeah. And 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 he's 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 forming <clears throat> something new, and we've got to give him space and grace to do it. That's yes. why they gave him space as they crossed over. Yes. So, so this is a this is a time to lean on Holy Spirit because they never passed that way before. Mm. That's what a new era looks like. We have to get to a point where we're acting like we've been. No, we haven't been here. We've never passed this way before. Yeah, and we've got to we've got to allow the glory, which is the art and the presence, to to lead us forth in that. I just really wanted to just hit that about Revelation. That's because if we don't get that, it's going to be hard to really. Uh, see the way God wants us to see. And the point is overcoming. Uh, God wants us to become overcomers. But, you know, I, I I went to Israel two years in a row with Bishop and, and a team out there, and uh, I loved it. I loved walking the land of Israel. But one of the things that I noticed is that on one side of the Jordan, it looked exactly the same as the other side of the Jordan. And the area that they called the wilderness— uh, that they went through looked exactly the same. And so uh, the, he said, we have never been this way before. And so the, what I felt like the Lord showed me in that moment was, uh, even though it looks the same, we've never been this way before. Even though it looks like the same trees, the same rocks, the same grass, the same dirt, we've never been this way before. This is something new, even though it may look familiar uh, and I think that there's some parts of this like like what we're talking about, coming back together as the body of Christ. This time when we're coming back together, we're coming back together, uh, in a, in, and it's not going to be the same. It's going to be coming back to a place of inheritance, a place of restoration, a place of overcoming. Uh, and I believe God is promoting and restoring right now uh, for those who can who'll come into your tribe and come back together, uh, uh, come to that place of comeback, you know, uh, so that we can move on up and possess the promised land. And, you know, I, I, I agree. I feel like there's a, there is a circumcision happening right now. When they crossed over, that's the first thing God did uh, was the circumcision uh, of the heart, really. And that's what the New Testament talks about, the circumcision of the heart, the cutting away of our flesh, dealing with our flesh, so that we can move in and take the, the high ground and take the inheritance that God has prepared for us. So we have to be able to be overcomers of ourselves first before we can overcome uh, the enemy. But one of the things that I was you know, studying this past week uh, was the giants that, that, that the former generation was afraid of. These giants, the Bible says that their hearts were melting with fear because of the people of God. You know, I believe that there's that there are high places uh, that have giant 
uh, giant leaders and, and giant corporations and giant big tech and giant this and giant that, their hearts are melting with fear right now because the church will not stop. Uh, we'll deal with our stuff. We'll overcome. But we're coming after the, the inheritance. That's what I believe. Exactly. We're coming out to come into some things is, is, is what yeah. I, I guess you could yeah. summarize it like that. Yeah, yeah, and, and and that's that same. I, I agree totally because that's the kingdom mentality. Mm. Yes, that they had to have, which you just said. Mm. They there was no longer a wilderness. Yes, mentality. Yes, but they had to shift that mentality to do exactly what you said. What a prior generation couldn't do. Mm. And and then begin to see. Now, here's I think too, Marty. You make some great points here uh, with Canaan because I believe that's exactly where we are. This mm. is about inheritance. This is about double portion. This yes. is about I'll restore to you the years what Come the on. enemy tried to steal from you. This <laughs> is about uh, I will. You'll get it back sevenfold because that's how it was when they came out of the wilderness. They went to contend. For their inheritance. Yes. And and so that's, there's a, I, I, I'll say this and I'll say this here. The Lord told me at the beginning of the year, he said time, the word timing and grace will be essential because there's a timing element mm. where the enemy literally begins to smell the anointing on God's people that speaks to exactly what you said, how their hearts melted. And so there, there's, there's fear in giants' camps. Mm-hmm. That's what the Lord told me. I agree. Th- there's fear going on. Yes, yes, absolutely. A- absolutely. There's fear going on. You know, as we examine Scripture, uh, you can see this same process over and over again, where God, uh, it looks like everything is just terrible. Uh, it, it looks like, a total setback. But in just a day, God turns it around. Just one day, God turns it around. And uh, we find out it was never a setback. It was a setup uh, for God's people to take their promised land or to take their inheritance or whatever God was releasing to them at that time, you know. And uh, back to Elijah, he had to do his part, and, and you were saying timing. He had to pray until the timing lined up you know he had to continue to pray and sent his servant to look seven times and so uh you you know i'm sure he would have liked to have happened the first time he (laughs) sent the servant to look but it was the seventh time uh but he was tenacious he he had a a, an overcoming uh spirit i'm not going to stop i'm not going to stop believing until it comes through and uh You know, I think that's where we have to uh, recognize God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. If he did it for uh, Daniel in the lion's den, he's going to do it for you. If he did it for Elijah on top of Mount Carmel, he's going to do it for you. Amen. And so for a brief moment of time, it looks dark, it looks bad, but it's a setup for breakthrough for uh, God's release of inheritance to his people for the great comeback. Uh, amen. Yeah. So it yeah. looks like destruction, yeah. uh, but it's not. And uh, I think yeah. if you look at things today, uh, look at what's going on in our nation and in the nations of the earth today, it looks like 
we're we're heading for another breakdown. Yep. We're heading for something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I believe yep. what exactly what you're saying. God's mm-hmm. God highlights all the good in the churches, the seven churches to the uh, yep. seven letters of the churches in Revelation. He highlights all the good, and he says, "But here's an area that I want you to overcome. Here's an area I want." You. And so that's a good father. You know, you talk about fathering. Yes. That's a good dad. And uh, see, and I, I <laughs> go ahead. I don't think we. I, I didn't want to interrupt you, but I don't think we have seen the father as we should. Yeah. In prior times. Yeah. With the brimstone and judgmental aspects that we can put a spin on. Mm-hmm. And I'm reminded of Malachi 4 when you said that, mm. which was, I will turn the hearts of the father back to the children yes. and the hearts of the children <clears throat> back to the father. And I think that's a part of this turnaround. He's right. tr- I think you just got a, rev- you got a revelation there, Marty. He's trying to cause <laughs> his children. You got a revelation on how God's trying to turn his children in these turbulent three years we've been in. Yeah. And turn our hearts back to who Father is. Yeah. And 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 I and I and I want everyone to be encouraged by this. I don't. I don't. I don't. Whatever denomination, as long as you're blood bought by the blood, we're talking to you. You're a child yes. of God. Nobody. And I said this to some young prophets that I'm raising. We all got to understand we were all in the same boat, March 2020. Yes. So there wasn't no big eyes and no little use. Mm-hmm. If we're honest, we were all, the Bible says, and what we found out, we were all at a Passover where we all are at home. Mm-hmm. That I never, Marty, I've never allowed that to leave me because that told me that, wait a minute, that God was trying to show us who he really was. Mm. Not what religion was painting him to be. Yes, and if we it, and and so, uh, but I believe you got a re- that, that's a revelation there on children coming back to the heart of the father. Yes, and um, and and so I, I I deal with a lot of leaders in which you deal with. We all can get discouraged. We've all been discouraged, mm. but I think one thing right now, Marty, is we can't let. Um, grow weary and well-doing. Yes. We can't let him try to wear Now what I'm saying is there's an attack on the emotions of God's people right now. Mm-hmm. There's attack trying to wear them out emotionally, whether it's family, whether it's business, marriage, whatever, trying to, trying to wear out the saints, Daniel seven twenty five. Mm-hmm. but the ancients of day showed up. I, yeah. I believe we're in that, that place there, but I, I appreciate what you're saying about the father. I believe God is, He's, he's causing us to see father so that we can become the sons and daughters. Roman eight talks about yes. manifesting, <clears throat> you know, in the, in the earth. That's a good word, Marty. So, good word. so good. You know, uh, when Joshua, uh, when he was finished crossing over and they went through the, the time of circumcision, that's when uh, he went outside the camp and there was, uh, he had that theophany uh, where Jesus appeared to him, pre-incarnate Jesus mm-hmm. standing there. And uh, and just exactly what you're saying, God was saying, let me show you who I am. I'm the one that's mm-hmm. going to fight for your inheritance for you. 
Uh, I've got resources you don't even know about. I've got armies that are going to fight this fight for you that you don't even know about. And that's why, of course, Bishop has always shown, pointed out that uh, God made sure to write in Scripture, more were killed uh, by the hailstones that God threw down on the, 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 his enemies <laughs> than by the sword of Joshua and the children yeah. of Israel. And so, yeah, they had to do a little, uh, but God yeah. the Father stepped up, the Lord Sabaoth, mm-hmm. the Lord of, uh, of hosts, the Lord of a massive wow. army of angel warriors wow. ready to fight the battle wow. for us. And as soon as they... As soon as they took that step of obedience, that step of commitment and consecration, uh, God said, let me show you who I am. I'm the father that fights for you. I'm the father that's going to give you my inheritance, and I'll make sure you get it. And uh, I, be- I do believe that's where we are. And uh, faith, you know, there's one element of faith, one word in the word faith that uh, most Christians don't like, and it's the word time. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah you know it takes time yeah. and uh and yeah. so we we decree a thing yeah. and uh wait for it to be established uh and it's that time element that causes people to get weary in well-doing like you were saying uh but mm-hmm. uh you know i believe people are fervently praying god show us your glory show yes. us your glory and uh you know the simplest definition of god's manifest glory is his light and uh in first john it says god is light and in him is no darkness at all and so his manifest glory is his light and whenever god uh sets you up like we're talking he doesn't he he does not set you up for bad but he sets you up for good and so uh whenever god brings things to a point of intersection that pressure point it looks like you're surrounded Mm -hmm. by the enemy uh, but we stand in time, yeah. you know, and we need to understand it's yeah. not for our breaking, but for our making when we're having to stand. Uh, and it's not for our destruction, but it's so that God can show forth his power and his glory yeah. uh, within our life. Sure. And, uh, you know, many times God shows his glory uh, when it's the darkest moments. And so that's, it looks like darkness, but then God's about to reveal great light. And, uh, and yeah. fight for yeah. us and show us his power. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. you know, I know many people have seen a lot of dark things happening in, over the last two, two and a half years. Uh, but it's in dark or challenging moments that God says, now I'm going to show you my glory like never before. Yeah. And uh, I believe that's where we are right now. Yeah, I totally agree. I, I totally agree. I, uh, I'm reminded of Pharaoh. Uh, when the Lord says, for this reason, I've raised mm-hmm. you up. Uh, I call it the odds that God stacks against so mm-hmm. that he can show himself strong and mighty. And I, I, and again, I go back to, like you were saying, he's trying to develop our thinking that way. Mm-hmm. In, the, in, in the aspect of he's taking away our, he's trying to take away a lot of things that we've tried to control and begin to yield in a faith element mm. where we surrender. Yes. In these times. And it's 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 not always easy. It's it's not easy, but I believe we're total we're being trust. trained. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There's a training of trust. 
and discipleship of faith right now. Mm-hmm. And, I, and another thing, and I'll put this out here too, Marty. I, another passage that helps me, I just, that helps me with what you were saying too, Acts 10, Peter has to have an argument with God yeah. about everything that he was taught in Bible school. Yes. Because it wasn't what right. he known. Yeah. And, and, and if that's Peter, the most present truth apostle at that time. Yes. God had to, now you talk about a shift so that he could birth <laughs> a Gentile movement. I yes. believe the body's going through some of that. Yes. Where he birthed a whole Gentile movement with an argument. I'm not supposed to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm not supposed to kill and eat that. Yeah. So he had to, he had to shift his thinking on uh, the new. And that, that's the scripture I would use to Isaiah 48, six before I, you know, I wanted to share that. God says, I'm, I'm doing a new thing. Yes. And God says, I'm creating new things now, not from the beginning. Yeah. So I'm doing it now, Peter, not from the Bible school days that you've known. Yeah. I believe we're right there. He was ready to do something new with Canaan, which you're talking about. Yeah. We have, we got to be alert to that, I think. Yeah. Just and being the, alert. Inst- the instruction of the elders in the past was, we can't go in there. We're grasshoppers in their sight, in our sight. Therefore, we're grasshoppers in their sight. And so there had to be a shift in their mindsets and a shift in their understanding. Uh, and here they were, a, a small company of, of people that had just crossed the Jordan, taking on a whole nation of giants. And uh, But that's why God had to reveal himself the way he did to Joshua so that you know, that leadership comes from the the head. And so he, he had to have that, he had to be so convinced that the rest of those that were uh, pursuing and following his leadership uh, would be convinced as well. He was completely convinced. And, uh, you know, I just, I just believe we're about to see giants fall. We're about to see the enemy uh, overthrown. And, uh, you know, you talked about Pharaoh uh, and and uh, Moses going into Pharaoh, you know, one of the things that stands out to me lately is that, you know, there's so much talk about how how the enemy is so powerful and how this deep state thing is so powerful and how the global cabal is so powerful and all that. <laughs> you know, uh, Moses, God had Moses throw his staff down, and it turned into a snake, and then. Uh, God said, pick it up and uh, by the tail. And, of course, Moses had already lived in the wilderness for a while at that point. And he said, okay, you know, you don't pick up a snake by the tail, God. You pick it up by the head, you know. Uh, so he, he picks it up by the tail. It turns back into, a, into a, his, uh, his shepherd's rod. And so he goes to Pharaoh, and he throws down his staff, turns into a snake. And then the magicians... And the Bible calls them magicians. They throw down their staff and it turns into a snake. The difference was one was real and one was an illusion. And I believe that there's a lot of illusions uh, in the global cabal and the deep state and all that that is about to be exposed and the real is going to prevail. Uh, God's yeah. true order is going to prevail. And so they may be presenting an illusion 
of giants. Uh, But, you know, even when David, uh, when David faced Goliath, uh, uh, you know, the historical documents, you know, there's as many historical documents, uh, natural history documents about David uh, and Jesus and, and various other things. That's why we get such great coloration and understanding of what's being said in the Bible. But there's, there's uh, historical documents that say that Goliath was old, and he was weak, and he was frail, and he just had this incredible armor that made him look impenetrable. And so he stood out there, and he had a great booming voice. Uh, but David, he didn't, he didn't need to know any of that. All he needed to do was throw his rock in faith. And God knew the weakness of the giant. And so That's it. the illusion was, uh, was destroyed. And, and yeah. so the and same thing with the giants in Canaan. They were older giants now. They were, mm-hmm. they were vulnerable. And so God's people didn't know that. They just moved forward in faith. But the timing was right, you know, and I, I, I hope everybody's catching everything here, but I think the illusion of the the enemy's power is about to be completely dissipated as God shows his glory and sh- turns on the light that drives out the darkness. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I did a teaching not too long ago about the Wizard of Oz. Oh, and yeah. Next thing you know, I next thing you know, there's not a, there's not such a great wizard. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. I, I, so I'm tracking what, what you're saying is that uh, that's that witchcraft illusion. Yeah. Uh, trying to bring anxiety, trying to bring fear. And um, so much so, I, I believe I love the illustration of Goliath because the voice paralyzed a nation for yes. 40 days. Yes. With an illusion. That's right. So we. So, so with that illusion, it paralyzed the nation. It paralyzed uh, and brought fear and anxiety. And so what you're bringing out is so important because I believe, I believe this so in my heart. God is going to give us the ability to discern mm. and to see and peer into from a kingdom perspective. Yes. Uh, the hidden things, the hidden things. <laughs> Jeremiah 33, 3, call on me and I will show you what's been hidden. And and another thing I'd like to share this too with our with our audience is, you know, inside of you is revelation is the kingdom and revelation uncovers yes. what the enemy is hiding. Yes. What the enemy is hiding from us, revelation can uncover. So we just we just loosen anointing of revelation. Yes, a spirit of revelation coming on God's people, so that what's been covering can be brought out of that illusion. And I think we're dealing with a generation that's that's just really—it's almost like mind control mm-hmm. based on that illusion, yes. and it's not even real. It's yes. just a voice. It's just an influence. Yes. <laughs> and so um, I think you're, you're 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 right on it, Marty. I think um, you're right on it. That's exactly right. You know, and the um, the illusion of there's no hope, and then the the reiteration by false prophets and people in the media that are continuing to say these things, they're causing so much fear and, and 
intimidation, but this is where I and we're we're quickly running out of time, but this is where leaders in the kingdom need to rise up and start speaking forth. And uh, I believe it's it's a it's an imperative on the leadership in the kingdom of God now to rise up and begin to speak about the greatness of our God. That's what Joshua needed to do in order to rally the troops and get them to move forward. He gave them specific instruction. And God got them all saying the same thing. You know, one of the other keys to that is they they couldn't complain like they did in the past. God cut off, says he rolled the reproach of Egypt off of them. And so he cut off those generational curses and said, it all starts with your mouth. And so they couldn't say anything mm-hmm. as they were as they were circling Jericho for seven days. And so God uh, began to uh, uh, get them moving in unity, come together, move in unity, uh, trust the, God's leadership. Wow. And then when it's time to say what God said to say, say that. And then they broke through, and then they got the victory. And then they got to be to to uh, possess their inheritance. And so I think we're in a, a powerful moment uh, where all this is converging. Uh, yeah, and, and God, you know, he declared the end from the beginning. So God, this is God's blueprint already. This is his plan, yeah. you know. And, uh, yeah. and so leaders like yourself and your and your wife, which... Yeah. If you're in Columbia, Missouri, this is where you need to be going to church. I'm just telling you, Destiny Worship Center, you need to go there. It's powerful, powerful men and women of God there, and and uh, they will train you and lead you and inspire you to do uh, the great exploits that God's planned for your life. But uh, anyways, we are we are we are going to have to come to a close here. Uh, but I wanted to ask you if you would just take a few moments and release a few uh, prophetic words to those that are listening. You know, I'm sure the word will be for more than one person out there. I'm sure it'll be a group of people and different ones that relate to it. But yeah. if you relate to this word, it's for you too. Amen. 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 Do shit. I cut a motor. Father, I got in the name of Jesus. We just charge in the Holy Spirit. Father, your anointing. And I just hear the word of the Lord saying to many of you, the Lord says, I am causing the fountains of strength and the wells of revival in your hearts. And the Lord says, I'm causing the counterfeits to fall and I'm causing true sons and daughters to rise in your midst. And the Lord says over these next few months, you're going to begin to see divine connections uh, that will move with you with favor. You will have favor with God and man. And the Lord says, I'm loosening an anointing for revelation. I'm loosening a new, fresh uh, anointing for vision. See, the Lord says, I am updating your vision. And the Lord says, I am updating your portfolio, said the Lord. Mm -hmm. I am updating your portfolio so that you can begin to move in the spheres of influence. The Lord says that I've called you to demonstrate. And I hear the Lord saying, I'm causing a restoration. I'm causing a restoration in your heart. I'm causing a restoration to families. I'm causing prodigals to find their way back to the altar. The Lord says, I'm going to cause many to come back to my altar. And the Lord says, get ready. The Lord says, you're going to move in the whirlwind of turnaround. 
The Lord mm. says it's not going to just be one turnaround. You're going to move in the whirlwind of turnaround. And God says you'll walk out Isaiah 54, one through four. The Lord says you'll worship your way into a new place. Tent stakes will be removed. New boundaries, says the Lord, will I begin to grant you and give to you in yes. these days. And the Lord says when the enemy said that he thought you had that he thought he had you cornered, that he thought you had you surrendered. The Lord says many of you are going to be like Elijah's servant. And Elijah said, open his eyes that he might see. And all of a sudden, the serpent could see. The serpent had a boldness. He had victory in his heart. Yes. And the Lord says, I'm going to cause a wellspring of victory to come into your hearts for your families, for your marriage, for your ministry, says the Lord. And yes. God says, I'm causing a new fresh launching in your ministry. I'm causing a new fresh, uh, the Lord says, a fresh oil that's beginning to be released on your call. God says, I fulfilled yesterday's call. God says, I'm promoting you to a new fresh call in me, says the Lord. It might not look like you thought it would look, but the Lord says, it's going to be my look. The Lord says, it's going to be my taste and see that I am good, look, says the Lord. God says, I'm going to cause restoration to come, says the Lord, to some very difficult situations that have come in the family, says the Lord. God says you're going to begin to see the enemy be exposed of how he tried to undermine family, how he tried to undermine ministry, says the Lord. And yes. God says you've just gone through a season of seasoning. And the Lord says, I've seasoned you for the seasoning, says the Lord. And the Lord says you've been seasoned for such a time as this. So Father, I loose the spirit of wisdom we loose a spirit of revelation that uncovers yes. what the enemy is hiding. We speak divine health in their bodies in yes, the name God. of Jesus Christ. I decree in the name of Jesus, the healing bomb of Gilead, just going miracles, miracles, healing signs and wonders that are just coming forth. And I just hear the Lord saying this one thing. God says, I'm causing, says the Lord, the promises to manifest. I see bowls of heaven being tipped over, says the Lord, of the decrees and prayers that many of you have prayed and decreed. The Lord says these next seven months will be seven manifestation months, mm. says the Lord. Come I am on. manifesting my promises. The Lord says, don't shrink back. Press in, says the yes. Lord. Press in, says the Lord. For the Lord said, I release new wine for the time. We decree it and release and seal that word and charge them now in Jesus' name. Yes. Amen. 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 That's awesome. 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 Father, I just thank you right now that there are, there are many out there that have done everything right. Uh, they've done it the way that you prescribed, the way that was right in their heart. They've walked in integrity and honor before you. Uh, but it seems like everything's gone from bad to worse. Uh, and they're continuing to stand faithfully. Uh, but I just see like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, uh, where the, the furnace was uh, heated seven times hotter it looks like things went from bad to worse, uh, and it seems like it's the worst that ever been, but it was a setup uh, for God yes. for you to be able to open the door uh, and take them out untouched, uh, not smelling yes. like smoke, uh, coming out and, and promoted to rulers over the regions. Mm -hmm. And Father, I just see many are going to be ruling in business, ruling in in, uh, uh, in their job, ruling in whatever scenario that they're in. It may look like one thing today, but God's about to release that uh, Holy Spirit wind of turnaround, taking you through a baptism of fire, but releasing that turnaround uh, yes. so that he can release that great promotion in your life. And I just see what looks like 
uh, it, it, it's a setback. Uh, it's not really as a setup for God to release and show his power and his faithfulness to his people. And Father, I just thank you that this is a season of inheritance and receiving inheritance and, and walking into inheritance. And, and uh, uh, Lord, you're going to show your power in this hour. And I thank you, Father, that it is a double portion release that you're, you're yes. releasing right now. Yes. Uh, your word says that uh, when the thief is found out and caught, he has to pay back double. You said instead of shame, you're going to release double honor and double portion. And so they'll possess double. And Father, I thank you that this is a season of possessing for them. And so I decree the double portion released to those. Uh, that are in this situation right now. Father, uh, this is not a day of hopelessness, but a day of greater hope than ever before. Amen. And we release the double portion to them now in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 You know, I really sense a surge of restoration, a surge of restoration. And uh, Isaiah 61 declares, everlasting joy uh, shall be yours. And uh, I just feel like there's such a surge of the Holy Spirit right now uh, that God is, uh, he's got so much more to pour and uh, may look like famine and drought in the land, but I hear the sound of abundance of rain. Amen. 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 Well, my brother, I am so grateful that you took the time to be with us today. And what a blessing. I mean, there's so much. So much revelation in this one interview. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back and listen to it several times. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so it's much been, good it's awesome. Thank you so it's much for taking awesome. time to be with us today. And uh uh we've got to have you back and maybe next time uh mm-hmm. you can bring Diane with you and and uh we'll get, Absolutely. We'll get the double portion release, amen. <laughs> and uh Absolutely. You know there's an anointing of of kings on you guys and uh, you have a king anointing on you and uh, you know there's there's a deeper word there and i'll save that for another time uh to share that with you but there's a king anointing on you and on on your family and you watch what the hand of the lord does i see some great turnarounds for you and for your family in in areas of life uh that you've placed just on the altar before the Lord, uh, and that kingly anointing. You know, David had stuff happen for him and for his descendants uh, because of that anointing. And uh, there's that strong anointing that's on you and on Diane, and uh, it's a king's anointing. And you're going to rule in a new dimension, in a new way, in a new authority now. And it's going to work out well for your descendants and for your offspring. And so I just released that word to you you tonight as well. Thank you so much, Marty. I appreciate you so much. I've I've just enjoyed this thoroughly, and uh, Diane is just can't wait to get with you. I know she can. So I'm just <laughs> just honored, just honored to be with you. Just Amen. just just awesome. I pray everybody was blessed. I really Amen. do. Amen. I know they are. Well, bless you again. It's Destiny uh, Worship Center, right? Yep, Worship Center in Columbia, Missouri. Columbia, Missouri. All right. Well, bless you. Thank you so much for being with us, and we will see you next time on Speak Life. Amen. Thank you again, Apostle Enos. What a powerful word. You know, the um, the illusion of the magician, you know, have you ever seen those shows where they where they explain how the trick works? 
how the illusion works, and then all of a sudden it has no more uh, glamour to it, has no more uh, mystique to it, or mystery to it. <clears throat> you know, the God, that's what God's doing. And, and by the way, when Moses threw his staff down, uh, it, his snake ate their snakes. And so, again, another reinforcement that God wins. You know, God's, God's true to his word. He's faithful. He's going to show his power in this hour. Amen. Listen to the scripture in Numbers chapter 23, verse 19. It says, God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. Has he said, and will he not do? Or has he spoken, and will he not make good? Behold, I receive, I've received a command to bless, and he has blessed, and he cannot reverse it. And so, listen, God has spoken and decreed and prophesied some things over our lives, over your life. And, uh, and he's going to bring it to pass. He's not repenting for what he said, and he's not lying. And he's not going to change what's, he's not going to alter the thing that's come out of his mouth. He's commanded blessing on his people. He's commanded that things, these things will turn around, and he's not going to reverse it. Amen. The illusion is being shattered right now. And I want to encourage you, God is up to something right now. Something great is about to happen for the people of God. Has he not spoken and will it not happen? I believe you're about to step into purpose and you're about to step into destiny. Amen. God has been realigning everything for his will to be done. Don't believe the lies of the enemy. You are the blessed of God, and the illusions of the enemy are about to be uncovered and revealed. God is faithful who promised. Amen. I want to thank all of you who continue to stand with us here at Speak Life. Was that not just powerful revelation? Thank you for all of those who continue to stand with us here. Thank you for those who continue to sow seed uh, into propagating this prophetic ministry. Now, if you desire to sow a seed to help and to help us to continue to release the word of the Lord to the nations, to equip the people of God, there are several ways you can do that. You can text any amount uh, to the number 84321. That's 84321 if you want to partner with us uh, and help us to get the, the word of the Lord to the nations. This is a word of encouragement, and I don't hear these uh, anywhere else. I believe God has done something unique with this ministry, and uh, we're releasing it to, to nations all over the world, and uh, especially to our nation, America the beautiful. God loves America, and uh, and this is a word of encouragement to encourage the body of Christ specifically uh, in America and the nations of the earth. And so uh, you can text any amount to that number, 84321, and, uh, and support us that way. You can also click on the link in our webs- on our website uh, at lifepointchurch.cc or at martylayton.com. Uh, both of those uh, you have a, a giving link. You can do that. Or if you're watching on social media right now, you, there's a link in the comments section. You can click on that. Uh, and some prefer to mail in their tax-deductible offering. And if you want to do that, you can mail that to P.O. Box 1822, Hendersonville, Tennessee, 37077. Amen. And uh, again, I want to thank you for standing with us. I promise to always pour out new wine from the Holy Spirit and give you uh, a good, fresh meal from God. You know, I believe God wants His... His people to be fed the word of life. 
and uh, words that strengthen and, and encourage and give hope and and uh, and cause you to to have a, a perspective of hope and, and that you will speak life. Amen. And so I also want to thank one of today's sponsors is Mike Lindell and my pillow. Uh, you know they are they are fighting off cancel culture right now, and even some of the biggest retailers have uh, have declared war against Mike Lindell and my pillow. Uh, even though it is one of the most amazing products, I highly recommend it. I've got to tell you, for me personally. Um, God wakes me up in the middle of the night, and that's the only time that I have to worry about waking up now. Uh, I sleep through the night ever since we got these products, and I believe it is a vision from God uh, that God gave Mike Lindell. It's blessing so many. I think they've sold like 74, 175 million pillows or something like that. But Mike Lindell is an amazing warrior. He's a patriot of God and a patriot for this nation, fighting on the front lines uh, for the freedoms that we hold dear in America the Beautiful. And and by purchasing the products there at MyPillow.com, uh, you not only support um, the work that he's doing in our nation, uh, fighting these uh, lies of the enemy, and the and the and fighting for the freedoms that we like that we love here in America. Uh, but you also support uh, Speak Life, and that's one great way to do that. And so, if you'll go to mypillow.com, uh, purchase these products. They're amazing. They're truly the best. Uh, but use the promo code Marty. That's my first name, Marty, M-A-R-T-Y. Use that promo code and you'll receive the deepest discounts available on your purchase. Uh, and you'll get the same price that anybody else, any big box re- retailer would get just by using my, my name, Marty. Uh, some of you may prefer just to call. And if you want to do that, the phone number is 800-859-2938. Now, that's a line dedicated specifically to our audience, 800-859-2938. And just use the promo code MARTY. And uh, again, it's a great way to support Speak Life, to get some great products, uh, and support the work uh, of Mike Lindell in, in fighting for America the Beautiful. Amen. Again, I want to thank you for tuning in to Speak Life. Join us next week. I've got another great guest set up for next week. You're going to be blown away by some of these things that are that are upcoming. I've got a, such a great roster uh, of folks coming up, and so you're gonna you're gonna love this. And uh, but join us next week for more great prophetic ministry right here on Speak Life. Uh, if you enjoyed this and you were blessed by this, please leave us a five star review a five-star review uh and follow us on social media follow us on getter follow us on uh facebook on instagram on youtube on rumble uh on truth uh many of you are just finding us on truth as well and so uh the the symbol is at marty layton at marty layton and so you can find us on all all social media platforms right there uh, and you can also watch the show live, if you don't know this, uh, every Friday night at 7 p.m. Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, Rumble, and on Frank Speech, frankspeech.com. That's also Mike Lindell's uh, television network. It's a great, uh, great platform. It's a great social media platform. It's a great 
uh, place for you to go and to uh, be fed the Word of God and and to avail yourself of all kinds of different uh, great blessings that he has there at frankspeech.com. And so uh, thank you again for telling others about the Speak Life show and helping us to reach people uh, with this ministry. And, and please take a second and subscribe to the Speak Life podcast. Uh, our subscription base is growing uh, every week, and thank you for that. Thank you so much. Uh, but please tell others, get them involved. Uh, get them to subscribe to Speak Life. And you can find this podcast on iTunes, on Spotify, on the Charisma Podcast Network, on Frank Speech, on iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to podcasts, we're going to be there. And so subscribe, get your friends to subscribe, and help support the ministry that God's releasing here uh, at Speak Life. And so thank you again. I want to encourage you to remember to keep your spiritual ears and eyes open, because God is a speaking God, and He's always talking to His kids. You were created to hear and know the voice of your Father. Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Father. And so there's a proceeding word constantly from God. He's always talking. And so that's your design, to hear the proceeding word from God's mouth. Amen. Proverbs 18, 21 declares, the tongue has the power of life and death. And those who love it will eat its fruit. And so that's what I want to encourage you. Remember to always speak life. You're a prophetic generation. Your words have power. So speak life. Amen. Thank you again. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Speak Life with Marty Layton. Please help us spread hope and share this podcast with a friend. Join us again as we speak life into our world. Thank you.